electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Good Thursday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Pre-market continues in a range, although rates did reverse lower as jobless claims popped to the highest level in 20 months. A market also grappling with the fallout from these wildfires in Canada, more FAA ground stops today. In fact, our roadmap begins with the smoke warnings and the economic impact. Air quality alerts issued from much of the eastern seaboard uh, to as far west as Ohio and Kansas. Millions urged to stay indoors. Airline traffic slowed and outdoor events canceled. Plus, GameStop shares, they are tumbling ahead of the open. That retailer ousts its CEO and names Ryan Cohen as its executive chair. Oh, good. And Tesla, will it make it 10 straight daily gain days? We shall see. Let's begin, though, with the Canada wildfire smoke that continues to blanket the Northeast and other parts of the United States. New York City experiencing the worst air quality in the world yesterday. Today, Philly surpasses it. Officials urging residents to limit outdoor activity, wear high-quality masks if they must go outside. The FAA says reduced visibility will continue to impact air travel today and adding it'll need to take steps to manage the flow of traffic safely into New York City, D.C., Philadelphia, and Charlotte. Uh, Jim, we're starting to talk about what this will mean for the overall economy, mobility, and the consumer. Uh, look, I, I think that you know this is one of those moments we haven't talked about it, but there's a series of notes about Amazon. And when Amazon has these experiences, they do grow Prime. Now, we also know that Prime's talking about having a, a video tier with advertising. David, Prime has so much wind at its back. Amazon has so many analysts that are jumping out and talking about it that I think they're the way to play the bad air quality. That's, that's interesting. I mean, the stock was actually down sharply yesterday, I think in part because of something I did talk about, this M Science number that showed AWS was slowing. We talked about it yesterday. We right. also talked about that Bernstein positive note. We had the analyst join us yesterday later in the day, Mark Schmuller from Bernstein, talking about why he... Says, oh, the, the hate letter? The hate letter. But, uh, Jim, I wouldn't have thought you'd go right to Amazon as a sort of a, well, a positive I just, play on the terrible uh, air I'm quality. worn down by analysts who have come out in the last 24 hours and say, listen, get on board. Get bigger, go home, Amazon. And I've got to tell you, David, we have not heard exactly when we're going to see a bottom in Amazon Web Services. We know it's been going like this. It has. When you go out positive on it, they're a little touchy, but I think that we're going to see a bottom. Well, you feel like the, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm repeating some of the things you've said, that the growth in AI and what that's going to mean for data center and for cloud providers, including, of course, Amazon and what it's going to be able to provide to its customers as a result of generative AI is going to be a significant engine for growth. Well, look, you're going to have Dave Costin on the 10. Now, Dave Costin is talking about rather remarkable acceleration in the economy that could come from AI. 
the uh, now when you go back to um, yes, the oracle of everything AI, Jensen. He talks about Alphabet, and he, he talks about Meta, and he talks about Microsoft. But one of the themes that I find behind it is, is that you're going to need a lot of data center space. That's what really what they're doing, Amazon. So I think when you talk to Dave Costin, yeah. he's going to have to come out and say, look, what's good for uh, AI is good for Amazon. Data centers uh, consume a lot of electricity, Carl. Back to sort of the fires I and everything else. And you. they are all uh, they all look to be powered by renewables. He, be, it's he, very interesting when you're going to put up a data center, you actually, your Amazon, your Alphabet, or your Meta, you also want to make sure you're securing your electricity, uh, if you can, from they, renewable sources. And, and they like uh, Hydra. And, um, they like Hydra. And that's where the capital markets, the private debt markets, private equity really comes into play as well. Well, look, I just think that Amazon, there was a piece, the big, big piece about Amazon was the Mark Mahaney triple trough piece. They got people really going. Amazon has been a not great stuff, okay, uh, versus, say, NVIDIA or Meta. And this is the revenge of Amazon. And I think that the idea of the Amazon Prime ad tier, after what we learned from Trade Desk about the Netflix ad tier on Netflix, it's a surprising amount of money that can come in for doing nothing. Today, uh, both B of A and uh, UBS reiterate their buys on Amazon. I guess the question, Jim, though, is whether or not this fire episode, I mean, and by the way, uh, the season's just getting started. Uh, there's some forecasts that say Canada will be dealing with this well into September, if not beyond out west. So do you start to think about names that have the consumer remote Netflix uh, and, and less favorably on movie theaters, theme parks? Well, I think it's, you know, people can get used to things, but I, I don't think people, unless you've been in our city and you've seen the fright, I think you'll say, eh, you know, nothing new. But I, I believe that there is uh, a move to say, listen, everybody says get inside. Uh, DoorDash, uh, Amazon. Uh, yesterday I had Brinker on, Chili's. You know, they, now they admitted that things don't travel as well. But my whole instinct from this is, you know, get inside. They're telling you get inside. You can ignore them all you want. I lived in California during 77 and 78. And there were, we had brownouts. We had periods that was just brown. David, no one went outside unless they were an idiot like me. Yeah. Ha, said it. Short squeeze. No, I it was, caused it. It was bad yesterday. Thankfully, it's a bit better this morning, although it may get worse again. And as Carl said, so certain other cities in the Northeast are now being impacted. But do you think it um, could change behavior? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, listen, people are accustomed to wearing masks outside, so they're all putting their masks on again, and they're outside. I was didn't even have a mask yesterday. I somehow didn't realize. Well, see, again, <laughs> I'm actually trying to think of right. more of a stock takeaway. I, I li- look, I like your humane takeaway. I think well, that's great. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I just, life goes on. The, ban, the Bank it's of no America. It's no fun, though. It, the, 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 ads, the Wells Fargo topic, Amazon, inflecting 159 price target. It, you don't want to. We talked ex- about Amazon already. We're already six minutes into the show. We spent most of it on Amazon. You want to keep talking about Amazon? Oh, I, I was just trying to help people. I was way out of line with that. Won't happen again. Uh, for more on the Canada wildfire smoke impact, let's get to NBC's George Solis at Philadelphia International Airport. George, good morning. 
Yeah, good morning. Very eerie here at the airport when you see the number of people walking around with masks. Very indicative, almost reminiscent of the pandemic days. And of course, skylines virtually invisible here in Philadelphia and many major cities throughout the Northeast. Obviously, when you think about yesterday and you saw that apocalyptic orange glow across Manhattan, very eerie. Not as dramatic here this morning, but just driving into the airport, you kind of had to take a little bit of precaution because the visibility was still so greatly impacted. Travelers here that I've been speaking with say, look, we're taking all the necessary precautions. We want to wear our masks because we just feel that the air quality is not safe. And currently, it is still hazardous out there. So it is understandable that many people are being very cautious, not just the elderly, not just children, but everybody when you have air this dense with smoke. So speaking of flight delays and cancellations, as you guys have already mentioned, the FAA making sure that some flights don't arrive at airports where the visibility is impacted. LaGuardia, one of them here in Philadelphia, they've paused flights from the Northeast, Mid-Atlantic and the Midwest, Ohio specifically. So it's shaping up to be a very disastrous travel day for many across the country because again, this smoke is expected to get a little bit denser. We are expecting some kind of reprieve as we get later into the week. But as far as things are shaping up today, already pretty bad if not worse than it was this time yesterday. And travelers, well, they're just ready to strap in for the ride. Many of them, of course, looking at their apps, checking with their airlines, seeing what they can do about any kind of delays. The FAA says they're on top of it. They're obviously trying to make sure that people get from point A to point B or C in some cases. But again, you have air this dense, this much smoke blanketing the Northeast and more of it on the way. It's really anyone's guess if conditions will greatly improve. But uh, this is one of those days where being indoors is obviously not a bad thing. But again, if you look around the airport and pretty much as you guys know in New York, a lot of people are wearing masks and it's understandably so because this air is thick. Back to you guys. Uh, likely to be a story for the Midwest and the South as well soon. George, thank you. Uh, George Solis of NBC. Uh, meantime, markets are still grappling with this pivot that we've seen uh, between tech and small caps, Jim. Worst day for the NAS since April yesterday. Was this just the rubber band effect? Things were too stretched? I think so. I do a lot of work with Larry Williams, who I think is the greatest market historian of our time. Uh, and on Monday, he said, look, these stocks have gotten out of control. When you look at the cycles that we've had historically, mid-June is when you sell these stocks. Well, we're anticipating it a little bit, but I've got to tell you, I think it's for real. I think these stocks have had too much of a run. Now, yesterday, we had this kind of this move into cyclicals, and it didn't matter whether they were good or bad. And that's a problem because some of the cyclicals are actually not doing that well. But I think that, yeah, we got David Williams too far too fast. And the Magnificent Seven, they, you know, they in the end, didn't do all that well against the, the villagers. The villagers sold them out. The villagers sold The villagers? No, I'm not familiar with right, what. Okay. Is, that, is that Magnificent Seven again, a reference well, the to only, that movie? Look, Steve McQueen lived and, uh, you know, Yul Brenner lived. But what happened, just to finish this, this is actually anecdotal, what I'm giving you, is that when you have these runs, like in NVIDIA, if you don't have a retracing of someone, well, then it's a short squeeze. It's not real. The only stock that has defied that and created both a short squeeze and been real is a stock you're well familiar with, which is Tesla, which has now been up. Nine days in a row, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, we were talking about it as well. Uh, there are certain news events that people will cite, whether it's GM and Ford perhaps pushing out some of their expectations. Depends how you, again, interpret some but, of the things. But coming Ford from cash flow, I tell you, is going to come in more than six billion two bill. Say that again. The Ford cash flow right now, yeah. the analysts are around $2 billion for the quarter. And you think it's going to be far higher. I think it's going to be about $6 billion. But remember, you. Neo reports on Friday. Uh, and the Chinese now passed, uh, the Koreans and Japanese, 
Big sex supporters of cars. They, they have. Uh, Chinese, particularly in EV, have advanced and they've actually started, they're also doing cars that are, you know, fit and finish much better. Right. Um, BYD obviously is, right. is challenging Tesla David, in if, the Chinese market where Tesla for some time had been dominant. It doesn't seem to matter. Um, but they've still got, obviously, the Shanghai factories, probably their most But the biggest problem with China is if you build it, they didn't come. They didn't? No, no, the apartments are still empty. Versus, say, New York City, where people are fighting over an apartment. You want an apartment in China? Sold. Uh, well, there's a big forum today in Shanghai uh, where they're, again, courting foreign financiers, saying we're open for business. We've seen Tesla visit. We've seen J.P. Morgan visit. We've seen Goldman visit. Yeah. Um, and now this journal story about alleged secret surveillance sites that they're financing in Cuba. It's like it's so bipolar, the relationship we have. Yeah. Um, well, look, they're long on uh, time and short on money. We're long on money and short on time, which is why the weather actually is not so good. You want, want travel. Uh, look, I regard the Chinese as just the Chinese government as an incredible paper tiger. I know that I am alone in this. You are. Don't I, give I, me a Kyle Bass thing. This is new view. You, I don't know that you're alone in that, but I think that is an interesting view. They don't have any money. I mean, you know, someone today upgrades Rio, copper. They don't have any money. We're the ones who have, what's our national debt? Would you rather? $31 trillion. Did you listen to President Diamond? I mean, to Jamie Diamond the other day talking about how strong we are. A lot of it was a veiled, like, I've China's heard, nothing. I've heard that speech from Jamie for 25 years. It's typically been right, so good for him. It's I'm the same, trying, I mean, I'm it's, you know, so greatest this, here. greatest that, great. he's right. Greatest military, here's capital marks. Yeah, I know, I've heard the well, speech, yeah, I know the speech. Well, how about if the speech is right? How about if, how about if Jamie Dimon actually knows what the heck he's doing? What does that have to do with the fact that we have a $31 trillion national debt? Because I'm saying, saying they're running out of money? Yes. And by the way, we're issuing, like, we're going to have to issue, what, $1.5 trillion before the end of the year? Yeah, but you see, the difference is, is we... Ray Dalio's a little we concerned cannot, about it. We cannot send tanks to the center of cities and say, buy our debt. But do whatever you want. Chinese, they do whatever they want. But we actually take them seriously. You because, call, and you call them a paper tiger. You no, know, see, we take the Chinese seriously because they've made so many, you know, we sell a lot of stuff in them. Yeah, the, David, sec- the world's second largest economy. We just talked about how they're, they're what they're doing in terms of EVs. You just said okay, exporting, okay, okay. battery they're, technology. They're unemployment versus ours. They're they unemployment versus high, ours. High, Go ahead. Very youth high, very yes. high youth unemployment. So what does that mean? Are they canceling student debt? Do they have student debt? The youths are not finding jobs. That's all. I rest my case. Okay. I rest my case. I'm not sure what your case was, but well done. The case does not hold water. It's better than the Binance case. Where's the Justice Department? does not hold water. (laughs) When we come back, uh, we'll talk some GameStop and the shakeup. The CEO has been ousted. Ryan Cohen, now executive chair, five CEOs in five years. Uh, Take a look at the pre-market. Got some calls on casinos. Uh, We mentioned Amazon, but Wayfair, Apple, Timo. When we come back. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. 
That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. GameStop tumbling in the pre-market. The company announcing that Matt Furlong is out as CEO. And Chairman Ryan Cohen has been appointed executive chair effective immediately. They didn't provide a reason for the firing, but the announcement came as the retailer did report a quarterly revenue decline and a narrower loss. Uh, Jim, we now have a, a cryptic tweet from Cohen, of course, yesterday. Not yeah. for long. He's a vicious guy. Now, here's what I want to tell you. I thought it was interesting. I went back and read when Matt Furlong was appointed. Now, I know this sounds strange because this outfit seems so flaky, but Matt Furlong was one of the most respected people at Amazon. He had been a senior advisor on sales. He had run, uh, run Australia for them. He'd been there nine years. Prior to that, he had a fantastic reputation in Procter & Gamble. He brought a huge crew of people. They looked like they had a game plan. The only game plan so far is they had a net closure of 78 stores year over year. But David, the company has a balance sheet that's so rock solid that if they could ever figure out what to do, they have they got a runway. It's just that Furlong was a great choice. And for uh, Cohen to give him like an NFL not for long, I mean, I don't know. Who wants that job now? I have no idea who would want that job. Um, to your point, cash and marketable securities, $3.86. a lot of money. Of, of that $20 he saw as made And they closed to a few stores, which lets me believe. Now, remember, they don't have the way that, people, that Jensen's telling people to buy it through PC. You don't, you know, these guys should buy consoles. Right, you buy consoles. But frankly, but, if, when you look at at least what Microsoft's saying and the argument they're making in front of, again, to the appeals court, essentially what we're calling the, in uh, the UK, there's, you know, they're saying the cloud streaming is it's still on the come. It's a yeah. ways away. Well, look, if you go until, to... Now, there are others who say Edge, the Edge is going to become so powerful, the ability that... I mean, Jensen, in fact, even talked Jensen, about it, right? But remember, you've they, got... It's not going to be that long. Right, but you've got... Remember, they are PC-oriented more than more than, uh, uh, the, than the Xbox. But, you know, one thing is certain. Strauss Zelnick from Take-Two has always said, this is just the old way. And yet people still go. Uh, it does remind us, of course, of just this week, uh, the documentary that we ran in primetime, Melissa Lee's look at yep. the man who was uh, at least once known as the meme king. Take a, take a listen. Ryan became chairman of GameSoft in June of 2021. And not surprisingly, the reaction was extremely positive. We had an in-person meeting. We tried to get the news out that Ryan would not be there. We had individuals coming in bass boats and were drinking uh, at eight in the morning, waiting to get into our shareholder meeting. <laughs> it was something I won't forget. Before 2021, we would typically have two to three shareholders show up at the meeting. I believe that our attendance was over 400 that day. By the way, you don't miss an encore presentation of the documentary, Making of the Meme King, tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern time, right here on CNBC. To generate short squeezes were the, uh, the single biggest, most important thing you could do it during that period. Now, David, I, I, I made a, a sell call to sell uh, GameStop at 400. My life changed rather dramatically, both when it came to personal security and when it came to the destruction of my Twitter feed. Uh, 
you just were never supposed to try to break a squeeze. I didn't mean to. I just thought 400. I thought it seemed overvalued. But it was the kind of thing. I'm glad I made the call because it was the best call of my life other than NVIDIA. But in some ways, I'm not. You know why? Because the army of people who wanted to create short squeezes turned out to be the army of young investors. Did. Where have they all gone? Are they still out there or have they moved on, Jim? Well, I don't know. It's so dark outside. I can't tell. But all I know is this. They were so wrong about the way to make money in the market. I think they gravitated to Binance. Well, why did Gary Gensler choose choose to allow that to go on and choose to uh, basically try to put um, crypto out of business? Well, because the security system worked. I mean, you know, we had these securities and they blew up correctly because there was really nothing there. Well, it took a long time. I mean, well, but you know, it was a manipulated situation. Yeah, but there was nothing. Well, I don't want to look. Remember, that's different from whether the security system worked. Yeah. But I mean, you why you know, Gensler? Why isn't he protecting the people who are buying? You know, went on Robinhood with five hundred bucks and well, didn't know what they were doing. Well, because that's caveat emptor. Binance is not caveat emptor. Binance is charging it to a sandbag free. Caveat emptors has been the law of the land for the okay. way it's always been. Caveat emptor being like, hey, you know what? Fair point. You, you if you're going to be stupid enough to buy MMTLP, what is my favorite stock now? That MMTLP that might, we have a guy named Ben Stoto. He's our expert on some of the more abstruse situations that we look at. And there had been a, uh, MMTLP, Small Texas Energy Company. That was that was the Torchlight Energy merger with the Meta Materials, David the Canadian, um, and the and Finra removed it. Well, that was a short squeeze gone bad. They blame the regulators. They never blame themselves. Brutus, right? Caesar. Hey, holds up by the way. Julius Caesar, dynamite. Sadly, they had to cancel the outdoor presentation of Hamlet. Shakespeare, Shakespeare in, the in the Park is not, yeah. not oh, going to happen. No. Uh, and you can understand why. Speaking of short squeezes, though, we'll get to uh, Carvana today. Got some movers in Signet. Haven't quite gotten to more on Coin and Binance and NVIDIA. We'll take a break here. Kramer's Mad Dash and the opening bell in a moment. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create. Like Olu Shei, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. All right, let's get to a mad dash with Jim. We got an opening bell a minute and a half, a little from now. Uh, Signet reported numbers. What do you think? Jenna Drosos has led a remarkable turnaround for a company we know as K or, you know, Kiss Begins with K, David. We've got some other terrific nameplates there, Zale. This morning they cut numbers. I, I had them on it uh, after a recent uh, full-day analyst meeting, which went pretty well. Now, here's something you probably haven't thought of, and I know you think of very many things. Do you know that we now have peak engagements I did not there know that. There was an engagement peak, okay? Uh, and I'm going to read this. Our second team delivered our revenue and bottom line commitments, despite macroeconomic headwinds, worsened late in the quarter. In line with our predictions, there were fewer engagements in the quarter. That's resulting from COVID's disruption of dating three years ago. So now we're beginning to see the denouement of engagements. When you think about the things that happened during the pandemic, 
This is an example. Did you know that engaged in shorting and peak? So, the company's stock is going to be hurt. I do think that Jin is going to be able to make a comeback, but she, and she did flag this. But, David, I think there's a lot of people who simply don't believe these things actually happened. You mean, like, more people were engaged during the pandemic and now aren't? And the answer is true. So, one more thing. I mean, when I, I had Mark, Mark Klaus on yesterday from Campbell's. Well, you know, people ate a lot of Campbell's soup during the, the heyday, work from home. Now they're not as much. Now, Mark described my thesis. My thesis is, is from, from Danny Mark, who said one thing we've learned, work from home, is that we still crave companionship. We're willing to work from home, but man, do we ever go out for dinner. That would be against Campbell's soup. Uh, yeah, Danny says uh, the 5 o'clock seating is tough because people have been in their apartment all day working from I home. love that call. Um, by the way, Signet also said Mother's Day wasn't so hot either. That was a surprise. Uh, I usually don't think that mothers, I mean, Dave, mothers are like apple pie. You don't shaft them. But it looks like mothers got shafted here. Sorry to hear that. Father's Day coming. Let's see. Maybe there's a global shift there, too. When is Father's Day? Uh, Ask Hallmark. Next, I don't know. Next, week, saw, next weekend? weekend? When was the last time you got a present for Father's Day? Actually, uh, for my kids? I don't know. Yeah. Me, too. I mean, Jenny gets me something, I think. My present was that I nice bought him an iPhone. Yeah. It's perfect. Hey, are you going to go look at the, uh, the, the Viewmaster? No. No plans to. Have you? Do you have a time and a place arranged for us to oh, do that? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, I, if Tim will, will allow me to do it, of course Tim I'd be happy who? to. Tim Cook. Yes, Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple. I've been dying to see this thing because I, frankly, have a pathetic life at home. I do my research and then I have nothing to do. This could fill in, say, for Mescal. Yep. Little, I'm saying this could be a turn for Mescal. Lonely. The reviews actually were quite good, although the journal did say maybe... Joanna Stern said it made her a little bit nauseous. They, they expect that to get better down the road. Nauseous. Just take some Pepto-Bismol for oh, a No, no. You ever do the virtual reality rides at, you know, whether it's at Universal or at uh, Disney. I did that Star Wars one when I, I can't did go, Iger's I can't even go on Ferris I Fury. can't. I, I mean, but, I just, I let, I'll still do a roller coaster before I'll get on one of those things. I oh. continue to point out that loneliness is a national problem. And this is an antidote. You so, keep coming back to what it. Well, so what are you going to do when you got the goggles on? You're going to be able to interact with people in what feels like a realistic fashion somehow that yes. gives you with people who are, are are shut in. No, look, we. I'm not laughing at this stuff. I mean, there's suicides. Suicide is for teens the greatest source of death. Uh, we do know that loneliness is a major source. We learned this from the pandemic uh, of depression. <laughs> I do a lot of work with Brain Foundation. I, we study this. Not we, I just speak What for are this. the applications, therefore, that will be available to somebody who spends $3,500 for this, the Apple goggles well, that will allow them to not be lonely? Why is that different I, I from participating in a video game, for example, where well, other people are participating? Or just FaceTime. Yeah, Thanks. or FaceTime. But the 3D is much more realistic. It's more engaging. It, it, you also have something to do rather than just, you know, there's a lot of different things to do. Hey, listen, don't laugh at me. What do you think there's this reason why? You think it's because of Messi? I'm not laughing. 
look, this is a major issue. I got to give a talk on Friday about this stuff. I, well, B of A uh, estimates one and a half million units in the first full there year. You there you go. At thirty four ninety nine, that's that's almost six billion dollars. I, I still think price comes down. I do want to wait to see if T Mobile adopts it. Mike Sievert is a very very smart guy, close close to Apple. Uh, the head of T-Mobile. You've got to get you've got to get the developers, which was the home key, is to, to 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 make content for it. But do you like realistic, or do you like the car- more cartoonish thing that that Mark Zuckerberg's delivering? I I don't like either one, and I won't experience either one. I'm not the I'm not the. You're first one of the lucky here. people in the world that has a happy family. You've got a terrific mom, whom I happen to love yes. myself, and there's not everybody has this. It is true. I mean, I gave him, I was the gala, head of the gala for the American Brain Foundation not that long. I mean, like, I don't want to bring up my charities too much, but, you know, loneliness is a huge issue. I get it. Although the price point is going to be a very difficult thing for some people to overcome. No, that's true. I mean, maybe they'll give you a loneliness discount. I don't know. It kind of brings us to AI, Jim, because yesterday, uh, Mark Andreessen uh, of Andreessen Horowitz, great essay on how AI is going to change education, medicine, make wars shorter. On the other hand, you had Ken Griffin of Citadel argue that uh, the purveyors of AI are not doing themselves any favor because they are facilitating hype, in his, in his words. I don't think that's fair. I think that what's happening is, one by one, we're finding out what it's good for. And, and we don't know. And now, the single biggest use is not talked about. The biggest use that NVIDIA thinks will be will be a, a, the, a dramatic decline in waste. The biggest issue they intend to tackle is the $40 trillion factory issue, the building of factories. And if you build them first in a digital twin, you'll use a lot less waste. Now, how is that hype? See, I think that what people don't understand is NVIDIA is a business-to-business company. It is not a business-to-consumer. So the people who call it a fraud or say it's a waste of time or it's overhyped, they don't understand. You're never going to see it. It's about trying to make it so that a company, you call up Alphabet and you say, look, I run a business and I'm trying to figure out how best to get my food to the consumer um, off-premise in a restaurant right. because I have too many mistakes. Well, AI makes fewer mistakes. I mean, there's just all... It's well, just, that's, that's that, why the Microsoft, the chat GPT government solutions bit yesterday said maybe we can start to actually get rid of some waste in federal spending. I think, there, I think there can be. It's also easier. Jensen's saying over and over again, it's easier to code. Easier to code means less waste. The most impressive thing that I can't find anyone talking about, and it's driving me absolutely crazy, is in the advertising world. Right now, uh, you retrieve an ad. You look at a car ad, and you retrieve the ad from the page. What Jensen is saying is from now on CEO of NVIDIA, is it will be generated for you. So let's say you want a Kia. Okay, uh, right now a Kia ad pops out. What you will get is the Kia car or SUV you want with the colors. All right, this is a major step change, which is why WPP, who many people thought David, largest advertiser, would be hurt by this, is actually intended to be a big winner. I keep finding, you know, you try to find companies that are able to cut back. Now, Nikesh Aurora. Palo Alto added the S&P, $66 billion company, I think goes to $100 billion, first one, will tell you that he's been able to figure out what areas of his company are bloated, where you can do a better job. But more importantly, he is trying to stop what I think you're really worried about, the impersonation of yourself. Yeah, that's one of my worries. 
certainly one that's near term. Further, further along, I think our viewers at this point know that I share my concern with those like Elon Musk and even what, Sam Altman of, uh, was you, that Elon of Musk? humanity's was ability that to Elon continue. Uh, it was when I sat down with him. Uh, yes. It now, was. do you know that it was but, ten, but ten your years point is that it was a hologram. That's what it turns what out. What Jim is talking about is the ability to to create versions it, of well-known people that are indistinguishable from the real thing in a video in a video do, format. I could with literally their voice. do a, a video right now of the Queen of England, not to be sacrilegious, praising David Faber's work. Yes. with uh, Montoya. Yes, with, and Musk with Elon Musk. Yes, thank you. Uh, well, I'd be happy to have the Queen do that, but I could do. I could have Biden do it. That's what's frightening. I could have Joe Biden do it. He's, I don't even know. And is she the Queen? Who's Car- well, Charles's no, wife? Is now called the was the King's consort. I'm not uh, sure if that changes. Yeah. Let me enough. let me get Will from the phone. Uh, I, I, I did like Jim what Druckenmiller said yesterday about Nvidia. If I'm right on AI. I could own NVIDIA for two or three more years and maybe longer. I saw that. Now, as being as the person who named his dog after NVIDIA, I thought that was hyperbole. Uh, the, the issue with NVIDIA is, is it an iPhone moment? In other words, is the, it's all about the trillion dollars that, that Jensen Wong thinks that has been spent in the data centers that's worthless. All based on Moore's Law, of course, founder of Intel, worthless. And now a whole new order coming in that is so much faster and doesn't burn that hot that there's no use for everything, everything that's ever been created in technology. That's a big use. Can you imagine if everything that you have, if you're Amazon, is no good? So if we're at a point here where long-only managers don't own enough uh, of the Russell, they sell some mega cap tech to buy some, how long do you wait before you consider names like NVIDIA a bargain? Well, I mean, NVIDIA, uh, you know, Scott Wapner did some great work on NVIDIA yesterday, away from getting the tickets for Messi. And what he said was that every time you look back, NVIDIA turns out to be cheap. Now, there was a moment when NVIDIA sold at 80 times earnings in 2016. It turned out it sold for 16 times earnings once we saw the earnings. Will this happen? Anytime that you raise your guidance by $4 billion for the next quarter, yeah, it's going to happen. The issue is, do they have enough H- H200s? And Jensen told me he does. In a conversation I had with Jensen, he said, listen, Jim, we are going to have enough by year end. So, yes, they can do the numbers. I thought it was amazing that they could do it. But, you know, know, he's a universally loved figure. Um, And one of the reasons he's he's jovial and terrific, but he he, he and uh, we're using Cadence, which is going to put everything together. He has enough uh, H200 for TSMC. That's the really fast chip to make it so that the data center, as we see now, is worthless. Worthless. Incredible. Well, you got to explain what that means, worthless. I mean, it's too slow. It's too slow to do chat. Well, it's not It's not really, is it slow or it's just, yeah. I mean, the GPUs, uses the parallel processing, the, uh, it's because it's all run on CPUs, chips. CPUs are not fast enough Intel, to do the kind of calculation. AMD, well, you, other m- chips. Mark Benioff is going to give some presentation next week about uh, uh, Einstein, which is does a trillion calculations. You still got to do all those other things, Jim. It's not all going to be generative large language models. Well, okay, but you if, you're, if you're Mark Zuckerberg right now, you are saying, you know what, guys, I got news for you. We have a lot of bad hardware. Let's just go all in Jensen, which is true. That's what he's doing. He's doing it. Well, you've also got a lot of these companies designing their own chips. Oh, geez, give me a break. 
everybody's just everyone tried to design against Intel. Well, Tesla's designing its own chips. Yeah, Apple designs its own chips. Tesla, By the way, they've had Tesla, great success. No Different chip, BM2. Yep, it's an Amazon designing. I mean, they all they they are all and they all send them to TSMC They're or Samsung. Beggars. They're beggars. They had, Jensen's so far ahead of them. It's frightening. That's just all dross. It's dross. And that it's comes chaff. down. That comes down to what Jensen's far ahead. It's not just all Jensen. It's because he hired the best people. It's because the best people yeah, want to work. He has a great team. He's twenty-two thousand engineers. Uh, he's been good friends with Sam Altman. They were the first that got together to do this. Uh, he would tell you that, uh, like I went out to see him, and he, he said, "One day, people are something's going to happen. There'll be a moment, and everyone's going to realize how great this is." And then ChatGPT, uh, and a hundred million people watched it in the first month, and that was it. He had it all along. No one could figure out a use case. Well, speaking of use cases, uh, Adobe's leading the S&P this morning. RBC well, does go to 460. Jim, and we've talked a lot about, I mean, you mentioned advertising and graphic design. I mean, this is, you can see the thread right there. Jensen be- believes that Firefly, Adobe's product, is one of the greatest use cases for this. So let's say you're a baker. All right. You want your Instagram page. You happen to, be, to know one. Yes, I do. You have an Instagram page that you want to update constantly. And you want the cookies, David, to be maybe for a uh, wedding, maybe for a bar mitzvah, maybe for a christening, maybe for all these different holidays. I did not even thought of. You can adjust it instantly using Adobe Firefly and change pricing. It used to take weeks for you to do something that maybe takes seconds using Adobe Firefly. And by the way, again, NVIDIA called out the Firefly as being an amazing product. Shantanu Narayan totally gets it. A lot of people felt that they too would be hurt, that you wouldn't need them. Yeah, they did. And in, well, that they thought, wrong. right, also, they questioned whether right, all the images would be able to be created not out of wherever you wanted them. They don't, you don't need Adobe to do it. Well, but what's great is, is that, let's say you're not a coder. You can just say, I want the background to be blue, and I want those bar mitzvah cookies to be made into wedding shower cookies. Done. Boom. Done. Done. Uh, or, you know, it can be wedding shower into baby shower. I'm yep. not really trying to be, I can be as ecumenical as you want. I appreciate that. And so do our viewers. Uh, not a surprise that uh, Narayan, uh, big FT piece today, warning uh, regulators, don't stifle what we've got going here. Shantanu is so great. And, you know, you're the bumpers. Look, we don't know where it stops. We do know that can the bad guys get it? I mean, can Thrush get it? Thrush can get it easily. He's also trying to get his, his deal done, his Figma deal. He's still got to get that through regulators. Yeah, what's so going to happen there? The, I don't know, but there's some question about it. Do you think Albertson Kroger will ever happen while I'm at you? Albertson Kroger is problematic. They're going to go, that one they're going to go to court, and that one that you may actually see the antitrust regulators have a case that they can win. I knew it. Finally, he you know, gave me some love. Unlike, unlike a number of the cases the FTC has brought, for example, Amgen Horizon, which... I have yet to speak to anyone who yeah. thinks that case has a chance if it goes to court. Hence, this continued question as to whether there will be some sort of a settlement that gets the FTC does she think that something every, they can right. say good things about. Um, does she or, think uh, that the people who do the key does she here. regard the people in MA as malefactors of great wealth? I'm sorry, the people where? Who do M&A? Oh, m Are they malefactors yes. of great wealth? Yes, Not I unlike believe. Teddy Roosevelt in I, the, I don't the know, fabled 1907 speech. I don't know speech. Lena Khan, and I, I've, I've never even interviewed her. She's been on with our colleagues on Squawk Box. Wow. Yeah, well, she's... But uh, I would have a lot of questions um, about yeah. what they've done at that agency. Um, and there, certainly there are reports as well about the staff perhaps being somewhat 
not in tune or in line with their chief? Oh, you think so? The Harvard Law, the Harvard Law piece. People who do, do deals are just doing it for, to enrich themselves, and it's against the consumer. Wait, well, that that's was, correct. She was at Yale, I thought. No, but she wrote it for Harvard. Oh, it was it was a devastating piece. Yeah, that's it, it was not paper. unlike when I was a Spartacus worker. Uh, and I believe that the, the workers should own the means of production, not the people, which is what Lenin said, and was much more into Trotsky. Well, I found that there, the, the era was probably much similar to the era she there finds There is a belief in. amongst certain uh, aspects of the administration that you know, or and or this one when it comes to antitrust regulatory, that we can chill the market, we can stop big companies well, from thinking it. about doing things, and, I, and it's worked, even if the uh, legal cases that they actually would rely on or the law they would rely on, they are not in a position to really win, you can chill things. And by the way, when you're Gary Gensler, you can also chill things just by talking. He hasn't been able to. From in front of your fireplace. I think that which Kathy, you never Wood, leave. Kathy Wood is someone who never says Never go that to that office. It's a big win. It's not a big once. Deep, Sorry. Where, oh, by the way, has anyone seen the Justice Department on the fable Binance work? No. Where because, are they? Well, that's what I'm asking. I don't know. If there's no Are they champs? Maybe it's too dark to see them. I mean, that piece, that 191 page brief was like Justice Department, where are you? Where are they? They might I mean, you know this. When they have something, oftentimes they'll come together. No, no, that's SEC and DOJ will work together. The fact that that didn't happen is noteworthy to our viewers. Well, also, it's a higher bar, isn't it? Well, bringing criminal. I mean, to go to jail versus being slapped on the wrist? Yeah, beyond a reasonable doubt. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Meanwhile, Home Depot's got a meeting coming up. It's going to be very good. Yeah, uh, leading the Dow this morning. That was interesting to watch. We didn't really get to Carvana, Jim. Uh, Oh, my God. Squeeze to EBITDA coming in ahead of plan. What a squeeze. Now, what's so interesting is that yesterday, Mannheim, which is the index which shows how much used cars are worth, was going down. So people felt that Amazon would not be able to deliver the quarter. The opposite. David Carvana, they're claiming, you know, EBITDA positive. Wow. I know. What a short squeeze. Remember the days when Apollo was going to people, right, or reports that they were close to bankruptcy. Also, yeah. meanwhile, uh, it also in autos, Tesla 226 today is going to take you back to oh last fall. Uh, what a run that's been. Take a look at uh, the broader markets here. Dow down 25, S&P down four. Obviously, we got to get through the next couple of days before we get to next week. That's when the real action begins with CPI and, of course, the Fed. Quick reminder, you can always get in on the CNBC Investing Club with Jim. Sign up and find out more, cnbc.com slash join the club. Or, as always, you're welcome to use the QR code on your screen. And then even though we're in a Fed blackout, I got some relief on rates today. How about the one month T-bill below five? I'm telling you, this whole this whole inversion stuff is almost over. Yep. Uh, and uh, yields uniformly in the red as we got claims 261K. That's the highest since October of 21. Yep, Be right happening. back. It's time for Jim and Stop Trading. Yep. Um, RBC is a preview t- of today of, of an annual upcoming investor update for PayPal. Now, why is this important? There have been a series of PayPal meetings where it's actually guided down. And uh, it's guided down rather significantly. We know that fintech is probably the most heated part of our business right now. Look at a firm. It's been up to upstart. Uh, uh, look at Block. So I want to say be careful. 
Uh, but this one has come down a great deal. I'm not sure exactly what will happen, but I do know this. I, I do not like the fintech space at all. It's just too many players. So be very careful. Yeah. You know what's fun is in Apple, PayPal, you name your pick, year to date, one year, two year. I mean, what, what Apple's done in, in payments buy, and financial buy now, services. Buy now, pay later is, is extraordinary. And Apple keeps winning all over the place, including, by the way, MLS. That messy pick, that is not necessarily... <laughs> I saw you tweeting about well, Apple. It's not necessarily for U.S. Apple believes that soccer is worldwide. So if you're, um, you know, this could be a windfall. Soccer is worldwide, but I don't know why they want to watch MLS. Because they want to like watch... We like watching the Premier League. Oh, Argentina wants to watch. Now they do. Yeah, now yeah. they do. I, look, I just think don't count us out as a place that people want to watch. Don't. We're not going to count you out tonight. What do you got? I, I've got a, a metals company. I happen to like the metals companies very much. So, uh, Wheaton is a, one of these companies that, if you believe like I do, that crypto is not the place to be able to store value, but silver and gold are, you'll want to listen. I still believe in gold. 10% of your assets should be in gold. Call me old-fashioned. But, David, when they come for you, when the machines come for you, those who have gold are going to get out alive. Really? Well, the machines are going to take our gold? Uh, will accept gold to keep me alive? Here's my gold. <laughs> Thank like, you. In like they, a leather they pouch? Be, yeah. They can be bribed like anybody else. The machines, <laughs> the machines in the end are tawdry. Are they? Oh, <laughs> just about money the whole time, David. Always about money. All oh, this usually is. Round up the usual robots. <laughs> we'll see you tonight. Mad Money, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time. We continue to chop some wood here in the high 4200s. When we come back, Goldman's chief U.S. equity strategist, David Costin, on what the AI boom means for the economy and the S&P in a moment. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. From a flat tire in the city to a dead battery on a distant drive, AAA is partnering with T-Mobile for Business to accelerate response times and get more drivers back on the road fast. Our nationwide connectivity powers location telematics, so AAA's fleet can find stranded drivers quickly while being fully equipped with the in-vehicle tools to have answers when they get there. This is elevating the member experience. This is AAA with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. 